clear Coming through geocache talk A voice on the line I hear Coming through geocache talk It's time for Geocache Talk. Whether you are at work, in the car, or wherever you are, we hope you enjoy this show about the great sport of geocaching. If you are watching live on YouTube, you can be part of the adventure tonight in the chat room and participate with others as they watch the show. If you are listening later, please give it a like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting app so that you can get all of the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Thanks to the Travel Bugs. For the opening and our featured patrons, FS Abero, Geo Rick, Cash Attic Mel, Geocaching Janji, Sir Drumalot, Janice Tricasius, Tom Fran Heltonen, Rugels, EJK, PBR, and our new patrons, Jokerus, Skippy Teddy83, and Casper Fly, and Retired Guy. If you'd like to become a patron, Click on the Become a Patron link on the front page of the Geocache Talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. It's the little heart, by the way, on the website. Ah, the little heart. (laughs) Patrons get the now famous blackout coin. Where's mine? I got to go green today. All right, that's fine. You go green. There's the back of it. It's going to change someday, but yeah, I, I know what's secret about this one though. More to talk about. Yeah, what's that? I can't say though, right? I can't say that. Okay. No. Oh. Uh, okay. Bonus content, special invites to special events. We have done a lot of that. We've been doing some of that lately. Book club is this Monday? Uh, not tomorrow, a week from tomorrow. Week from tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, yeah, week from, week from tomorrow. And, uh, like I said, special events, support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, which is $3 a month. And we now have uh, three levels. So you can pick any of those three levels, $3, $5, And I sent a note to the $8 level ammo can people to let them know they can stay at $8 if they want, but we're not. They're grandfathered in for the rest of their life. Yeah, they're for the rest of their life. But but from now on, we're only taking three, five, and ten, so no big deal. But um, all right, so let's let's jump right right in. We've got a lot to talk about in our smorgasbord, so let's start with uh, some news. <laughs> So yes, so, that is so cool. <laughs> yeah, we did we did change up today's uh, show. We felt better about this smorgasbord, and so that's what we changed to. By the way, if you're wondering what smorgasbord means, I have the definition for you. I'm gonna put it in the. Uh, Everybody remembers that from the uh, what was it the Muppets? Yeah, the Swedish chef. The chef yeah, the Swedish chef. It is. Smorgasbord is a type of Scandinavian meal originated in Sweden, served buffet style with multiple hot and cold dishes of various foods on a table. Sorry, I had my microphone over here. I That's thought you me. sounded different. I didn't I didn't realize what it was. Is a microphone. Smorgasbord 
type of Scandinavian meal originating in Sweden, served buffet style with multiple hot and cold dishes of various foods on a table. And uh, just to be clear, none of that applies to this show. We're no. just appropriating the word for our show because we like it. That's right. So how about that? So let me step back a moment and uh, it's Swiss for Gary's going to spill the beans. No. <laughs> Hagen Doss bratwurst in Smorgasburg. Uh, oh, Butterfly Girl likes to go. Well, I, I do too. I'm in, I'm in for that too. Um, so let's step back a moment and welcome Jesse back to the show. Yeah, I've been gone for a couple weeks, but you know what? Uh, two weeks, yeah. Uh, two weeks. And, uh, sometimes it's just time to go visit family and you have to get out of town. And Absolutely. as we all know, family is family comes first. So I got to go visit both sets, the CFO's dad and mom and uh, my parents as well. So it was uh, it was great. You know, unfortunately, I had to miss both shows because we drove instead of flying in this in this time. But uh, obviously, we cheated a little bit and got some caches along the way. So that of was course. Possible. But, uh, that. yeah, that's yeah you know, but I've, I've been gone for a couple of weeks. I'm glad to be back. We're glad to have you back, although we we're glad Derek filled in too. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of fun. We'll talk a little bit about that t- tonight as well. Um, glad to see everybody on tonight. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, I'm glad Scott is back. Cash mishmash. That's kind of that's a good that's a good way to put that's it. A good one too. I like that. Yeah. So Scott, we missed you, buddy. Um, so um, so and, and really kind of the explanation of all of it is we have all these little things we want to talk about that don't <laughs> think of a whole show because we have such good guests and. And Gary's always booking great people on here. So every once in a while, we take a chance to throw a bunch of stuff in there together because some of these would not fill up a whole show, right? But they're interesting little tidbits on geocaching. Yeah, we're gonna go a little, little. We have so we have a lot of news tonight. So Scott, hang on, buddy. The show's already started. <laughs> started eight, six minutes ago, but we do have some extra news that we need to get to um, tonight, and then we're gonna get into um, the smorgasbord here in a moment, but. Let's start with a souvenir that was this weekend. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about um, your experience this weekend. I know um, we both and had National Earth Cash Day, yeah, 2020. Um, we, and it, we it both was had for both of us, right? Yeah. I mean, different than normal years. Yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll start and I'll hear, hear how yours went because you have a lot of Earth Caches that you've published. I only have, well, three. I have one out in the middle of nowhere in Wyoming, Wyoming. Mm, Where probably. Where is conformity? Yeah. yeah. And then two local ones, which just published like a week ago. In fact, one was F was, was somebody got an FTF on it on international geocache, international earth cache day. How about that? Very cool. Yeah. Um, but there was, uh, on the streets, in fact, the police had to, uh, had to be out there escorting people in to the earth caches. Um, so that was kind of cool uh, to see that because all of Dallas-Fort Worth geocachers came to Greenville to get new earth caches that they hadn't gotten because there aren't that many over in the DFW area. And so, no, it wasn't that many, but it was a lot. In fact, I got several comments of people who are like, Oh, I went to do your earth cache today, you know, answer stamp, blah, blah, blah. We won't, we'll talk about it later, but, but yeah. they were like, I got there and there was like four other cashers there. <laughs> so 
they had little mini meeting, mini events that people were going to what the two caches that, that I had in town. And so it was fun to hear about those. There was one, uh, uh, lady who had never done an earth cache before and it worked out great. She got there. She looked lost, I guess. And somebody goes, can I help you? And they're like, oh, I'm trying to do this earth cache, but I don't understand quite in this. One of our wonderful geocachers jumped in and helped her understand the whole thing, sent her answers in. She did great. She did both earth caches. And now we have a new earth cache finder in the world. Thanks to another uh, geocacher. Well, and it's interesting you said that because uh, it's no secret, my opinion of earth caches. They're not my favorite type to go for, right? However, just like you said, the reason why I keep putting them out is because some people really enjoy them. And that kind of that's kind of a prelude to what we're going to talk about tonight. Like everybody has their own caching style. And yep. some of the things people will never care about. And some of the things are people's obsession. But we right. try to cover all of that. And it seems kind of hypocritical because we talk about put out the cash, you know, that you would want to find. Yeah. And yeah, I actually found that one Jeremy's talking about. Um, yeah, that's cool, Jeremy. And I don't. I have 32 earth caches out there. I've almost published as many as I've found. Um, but that's because other people enjoy it. So I feel like that's an okay exception to that rule. And like with Earth Cache Day, I had a ton of emails this weekend. Oh, I did too. Um, <laughs> First time. Yeah, and, it, and it's funny too because I get emails from some people and they're in the same boat as I am. They're like, I'm not good at Earth Caches. This is the best answer I can come up with. And I try to tell every one of them, that's okay. You yeah. were there. You tried. And uh, absolutely. I had somebody, I may have mentioned it, but I had somebody DNF on my earth caches. They were like, I just <laughs> couldn't figure this out. Aww. So I emailed him back and I was like, dude, were you there at all? And that's he goes, sad. I was there. I saw this and this. I was like, that's good enough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we may, I may catch some flack for this, but I found this on another earth cache. And I think it's appropriate because of this weekend, right? But, uh, and somebody else's earth cache, so I'll give them credit if I know who it was. I don't know who it was. Um, but it said, all reasonable attempts will be accepted at the bottom of the earth cache. And I thought, that is great because people get intimidated by earth caches a lot. So it's it's good that you're like, you know what? It's not trying to trick you. It's it's a it's a good thing. That's cool. Great to see a New Zealand location on the earth cache day souvenir. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. I did I should have been more paying more attention. Thanks, Rick. Um, that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. But I will have to admit, I did not find an earth cache this weekend. So there was not one anywhere close to me that I didn't own. That's wouldn't take a two or three hour hike. And I didn't have yeah. this weekend because we both going on. Yeah. We both had something you'll talk about your, your weekend. But for me, I had all my, all my kids came back to town. My son who lives in Georgia flew back, uh, my son and uh, daughter-in-law who live in Little Rock. Uh, well, they live in Maumelle for those in Arkansas, if you want to get specific, but they, uh, they drove down. So we had a whole family here. Um, of course the, in the grand, the grandson was, you know, the star of the weekend. Well, so. of course <laughs> I got some good photos of, of he and he and I together to this weekend, but we went, we did go hiking. We DNF to cash and then, we went downtown McKinney, which was packed, and uh, we did uh, we did stuff together. We went and played. There's a arcade in McKinney. I know you probably heard some of these. 
you pay 12 bucks and you can play all day. You just that's walk cool. up to the machine and push the button. Yeah, and you're that's playing. fun. So I, t- I took some photos of the Ms. Pac-Man, send those to Doug, which I don't think he probably is like, stop doing that. But um, <laughs> they put the, they put the Ms. Pac-Man logo on the women's restroom. So I thought that was kind of funny. So I took a photo and sent it to him. So it's cool though. No, that's it was fun. We, so we got to play some old school, old school games. I played a lot of Galaga. That man is playing Galaga. And so uh, that's one of my favorite Um my other daughter-in-law loves Ms. Pac-Man, so she played that a lot. So, you know, it was good. So, yeah, we didn't get a lot of uh, caching this weekend, but um, we got we got some plans. Susan and I have some plans for next weekend, but we'll get to that. Um, let's jump down. I do want to mention um, there's a special uh, gadget talk show this coming Saturday. So... Be on the lookout for that. Um, it's going to be Saturday at noon Central Central Time. So adjust your clock accordingly um, where you are in the world. Uh, but they're going to have on Daniel Flieger, as we know, uh, Geheim Punk. He is uh, in Hanover, Germany. He's created a geocaching wonderland in Hanover. Mm-hmm. And he'll be on a special gadget talk show. So keep your eyes out open for that. Hopefully you have liked and subscribed and have ring the bell notification for geocache talk and you will get those notifications. Mm -hmm. So that's coming up. Um, You have a huge announcement coming soon. I always say that Um, we're actually have a meeting now in two weeks about Huge announcement number one. We'll call it number one. And huge announcement number two is still work in works, but it's going to be uh, a little later on. So is that a, is that cryptic enough? I think so. It is, but some people know what we're talking about. <laughs> We've been able to share with some people so patrons, far. Patrons know. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, well, we can't share with everybody until we have permission to share stuff with everybody. We'll, we'll get there. Hey, the big things take a long time, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're both pretty big. One is uh, involved with other parties. So obviously it's outside. Just cut it off. Of, now. Just cut it off Cause you're going to spit. You know, I just, people know that if it's outside of, if you're working with somebody outside of geocache yeah. talk, it's going to take a little longer to, to coordinate. Of course, of course. Yeah. So, um, we're about eight weeks away. In fact, we are today. We're exactly eight weeks away from Podcast to Hope. Right, which is our number one focus. I mean, we're working on other products behind us, but that's our number one focus right now. We want to make that as successful as we can, right? And I'm putting in there where our, our current total. So, oh, I got to fix it. Hang on. Hang on. I'll get it. If I could type today. Thank you very much. We are currently at $1,000 already going toward uh, 75000 Is Is that our goal this year? No. 75000 Oh, my God. Oh, Gary. Uh, 8000 8000 Yeah, we're, we're, we're moving the goal up again this year to $8,000, which is a huge amount for a, you know, a very niche. I mean, we all do geocaching, but in the big scheme of, like, fundraisers, this is a very small group of people to raise that much money. 
Um, yes. Um, I actually have the link, although I don't know if I really should share that because people will give and they're like, hey, why didn't I win anything? Because you really don't want to give. Well, you can give any time you want, but we, we would appreciate if you are going to give to give using this particular link. But we suggest you wait to give this year's gift until Podcast to Hope because you might win a prize. That's all we're saying. Yeah. So, so yeah, Kenny, Mason, Maddie, they were asking, how do they donate? We'll get all the information out to everybody. It'll be plastered everywhere shortly. The donation link for uh, Podcast yeah. to Hope for St. Jude. Um, and as Gary said, you can win prizes to, pod- to do it through this. But if you wanted to donate a different way, we will tell you always to donate for St. Jude. But we're going to try to give prizes away and have a big fun thing to do, too. So um, and then we had another question. When was this announced to the patrons? Uh, recently, we had a patron party. Not everybody I know got to attend, but we yep. did leak some of this news. So some people do know some of it. Some some people missed it, which everybody couldn't be there. But nobody's going to miss these things as they come out. We were just leaking some information on that party. Um, and, and we'll get it out to everybody. Uh eventually as it's appropriate, but we, we couldn't hold on to it any longer. So we had to leak some of it out. Right. Right. And, um, so I mentioned about 8,000 <laughs> Canadian or us, Both. Uh, 8,000 us dollars, uh, but Australian, I like that. Um, but by the way, I just want do want to mention if you are in an international, uh, listener or, um, uh, watcher of the show and you'd like to become a patron, you can now become a patron in your own currency um, in many countries. I don't know if it's every country, but most of the major countries, you can now do that. Um, so good news. You don't have to sit there and try to calculate or figure something out. Or it's they do, They're doing it now in, in other international uh, currencies. So that... For what it's worth, that's that's kind of nice. Patreon, they're still they're they improve stuff all the time too. So, um, speaking of patrons, yes, it's my turn. It is your turn. Tell the story. Or tell your tell well, your. Well, you know, um, it was also my birthday weekend this weekend, so it was International Earth Cash Day and my birthday. Which I'm going to get on to Brian for that because why is he going to put Earth Cash Day on my birthday? That's ridiculous. As a setup, um, but I. Since it's my birthday and it was 1010, we have uh, for the golden ammo can patrons. I'd give it to everybody if I could, but Gary has to hold me back sometimes. But I have a prize or a present for my birthday that I want to send to some of the golden ammo can patrons. I'm not going to say what it is yet because I, I want to get it to them first and then I'll let everybody know what it was later. But um, and then I'll, be, I'll make an announcement of what that was. But I wanted to send them because they make this happen and I get all, you know, givey when we get around the. Uh, <laughs> Page, uh, podcast of hope because I, it's so important to us that we couldn't do this without patrons and stuff. So I'm giving them a present for my birthday and they'll find out what it is first. And then we'll say what it is later. So that was awesome. it's my birthday. I can do what I want, right? It's your party. And you'll that's cry right. If you want um, to cry but, uh, if you want to. but you know, nothing huge. It's not a car, but it's just something hopefully fun for the patrons that, the, that for that group of patrons, I can't give it to everybody. I couldn't afford that, but this will be good. So, yeah, it's awesome. Um, just a little announcement, but I wanted to give it to them. So, uh, and then uh, that's almost all the news we have, isn't it? Yeah, I do want to mention real quick. I got to put the shows up. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't come up very well in the notes, but it's kind of mishmashed. Uh, but uh, next week, um, show 220 with Cash Canada. 
So I know they're in the chat room tonight, but we're going to talk about road trip 2020. It's actually 2020 slash 2021. And they'll talk about uh, their, the road trip theme that they're working on right now and how it's gone so far and how it's going to be going in the future and get some updates from them. Uh, in two weeks, we're going to talk about building cash pages with Owen from Owen from KC and um, Owen KC, however you wants to put Owen, uh, is going to uh, tell us how to make our cash pages look beautiful. That's right. Perfect. No, they'll be fun because uh, I don't know. I, I my my cash pages look terrible, and uh, <laughs> my, my cash. Uh, I stick Project GC on my profile page. We'll talk about profile pages yeah. and, as well. And it's like, mine looks like junk. So I just put P Proud Project GC and let it go. And then in three weeks uh, on, can you believe it? November, November 1st. I know. Wow, it's almost November. Uh, show 222 is um, Adventure Labs Extraordinaire. And we've got Rich Reagan on with uh, with us to talk about um, how to make uh, a really awesome adventure lab better than the ones you've seen so far, I think. Yeah, those are a lot of good things coming up. Uh, I'm excited about all three one of the ones coming up. Obviously, the cash pages thing has always been a pet peeve of mine. People that don't put much effort, in, not a pet peeve, but just it's such a missed opportunity to make a really great cash. And during the road trip episode, yep. I will be on a road trip during the road trip and, and be reporting from the road. So yes. you can't be more on location than that. <laughs> I said November, November. No, um, I'm ready for November and December. Let's just move on to 2021. Yep. Okay. I think we're done with that. Uh, and we're into the topics at eight That's not bad. Well, it's good because our topics are all over the place. Yeah, um, we wanted them though. They're just all over the place. Yeah, so we wanted to clarify something from last week. Um, there was a comment made by just finding our way. Was a little bummed at our creative cash versus gadget cash show, and he was glad he was on the. He wasn't there for it, and he was a little. He was a little miffed, and that's understandable because we. I don't. I, he didn't really understand what we were going for, and so I wanted to clarify from last week's show. We were debating between gadget caches and creative caches. And the definition we gave for a creative cache was based on whether whether it was a gadget cache or a creative cache. Not that it was the definition for a creative cache. In fact, Just I was trying to have a distinction between the two, what you right. were talking about for that discussion. Yeah. Right. Here's the full definition of a creative cache. It's a geocache relating to or involving the imagination or original ideas, especially in the production of an artistic build. That really is a full definition of a creative cache. Now we were got, we got into, which is more of a breakdown of Derek's definition of creative cache. And this is creative cache versus a gadget cache. So he's saying, to make it so that a creative cache that is that is not a gadget cache is one that gains access to the log, you have to solve a physical puzzle on the cache container itself. 
that is in different than the definition of a gadget cache, which is it requires a type of mechanical or electrical mechanism to access the logbook. That is more of a definition of a gadget. Hope that helps. Yeah. And, and just as you know, everybody has different opinions on that. The, uh, well, and we've talked about this before. This is why there's probably not a gadget cache attribute because everybody has a different definition of it. There is no official definition of what a gadget versus creative cache is, right? Like, you know, when you first see something, everything's like a piece of gum, nano. Yeah. Could be considered creative by many. Sure. For other people that have found a hundred of those, that's just something you buy in the store. So, uh, yeah, I think the point is not, you could never def- like list what every creative cache was or gadget cache was. That was just a discussion point to try to divide it for the show. Right. And so yeah. that's why I gave more of a full definition, which is that it's, involves imagination or original ideas, especially in the production of an artistic build, uh, fake giant rocks that are fake stump that they, they did on gadget talk this week where they had, um, Roomba cats on and he showed his, how to make a fake stump. That is a creative cash. You can make it into a gadget cash possibly, but it's creative. It's an, it's involves the imagination or it's an original idea, especially in the production of an artistic build. So there you go. And that's. Yeah. So it's, yeah, there you go. Discussion points, right? We, nobody's, there's no way we're going to get everybody to agree on something gray like that at all for yeah. sure. But we wanted to make sure people understood that we weren't saying that all creative caches have to have some kind of. No, no, no. Yeah. All right. Quick update to adventure labs. This one's yours. Okay, so we got an Adventure Lab one coming up, so we're not going to get deep into this, but this is just one of those aspects. I wanted to, We've talked about it before, and we just want to kind of update. Um, are you doing them? Am I doing them? You asking yeah. me or are you asking the, no, the you. chat room? Me? Oh, oh yeah. The chat room too, but I'm, I'm asking you personally. I'm going to – what we're going to kind of go into a theme of tonight is kind of how we cash differently. Yeah. It's kind of like what we just talked about. Like everybody's going to have a different definition – our caching styles have really changed over the years, which we're going to talk about too. But also you and I both experienced cashers. We really cash differently. We do for the most part. There's something we do opinions on venture yeah. labs. Yeah. We, we, but we both, this is one thing we both probably are very similar on. That is if an adventure, if an adventure lab is nearby, then we do it. Yeah. Well, um, there's well, a what's reason. What's that? Within reason. Now there was yeah, within reason we through Kansas City last week. Yes, and there were more than we could possibly have gotten. Oh yeah, adventure labs everywhere, right? But uh, um, are you are you enjoying them? Let me put it that way. Um, I am enjoying them for the most part. We okay. have we have three in town. Oh, can you believe it? Three in Greenville. Uh, yeah. no, two in Greenville. Two in Greenville right now. Two. Sorry. Yeah, two. And one of them was great, and one had a problem, I think, on every single step of the five. Five five, uh, five labs, and all five were kind of a mess. So um, it took multiple people to explain what they were or what what was going on. One of them, it was misspelled. So... 
Um, so, and that was kind of my, so today I want to just, I, I know we're going to get into the nuts and bolts and how to do it and everything else in our upcoming lab show. That's why I always want to take a minute to do our opinion on them. And so we've been enjoying them. Yes. Uh, we have found a lot. Well, a lot is relative, right? A lot compared to what we, a, a large percentage of our caches we found this year since COVID have been adventure labs. We've been gobbling those up pretty good. Yeah. Now I would Opinion wise, I would say I've found some that are really neat. Yes. And I found some where they're pretty basic. <laughs> um, but I haven't had any that were bad. I had one that had a mistake in it, but I knew the cash owner and she, it was a mistake that she wouldn't have known. Like there was a second set of answers there. Oh, interesting. Okay. It was just random and nobody knew it at first. But, uh, but, uh, all of the venture labs that I found, I had one that was, I went to the place and it was closed. Like okay. It was closed off. But it was like the third one out of five, and there was no real warning on it. So, you know, you could update that if you wanted to, people, the cash owner. But I, I would say overall, I'm enjoying them more than I thought I would. Right. Um, uh, yeah. People are, most people are saying they're enjoying them. Um, <laughs> as a misadventure lab, <laughs> that is. Misadventure yeah. Lab, I like that. There are some of those. Uh, so I think we're up to. This is kind of cool. Five ice cream places. I'm in. I'm in for that. No, I like that. We're up to about 315 finds on lab caches now. Um, I don't know how many you found, but how, what percentage of yours would you say are kind of creative? Ooh. Um, and now, if you want to really be honest, how many have you given five stars to? I've overstarred most of them. <laughs> well, you just admitted it from the very beginning. <laughs> okay. and, and I originally understarred the one in town. I, cause I was still a little miffed at the fact that I couldn't, I had to ask like 10 people to figure out how this, you know, the one of them didn't make any, many, didn't make any, make any, it made no sense whatsoever. And, um, Somebody had figured it out, but it's like, I'm standing here. I'm looking. I can't, there's no way I can answer this. And they go, well, if you're not standing in the place you're supposed to stand, but if you go down the street a little ways, you'll see what they're talking about. Then you can go back to the location and then answer the question. It's like, I shouldn't have to do all that. You get yeah. one star. You're, you're a one star. And I went, no, I can't do that. So I gave him three stars. Yeah. But I would say, um, I would say the majority of them I have enjoyed and I think we're, uh, I think that, well, the one in town that's very creative, isn't just a historical, you know, you could do it. I mean, I don't, I love history, so don't get me wrong, but they could have done a, just a standard historical, you know, Greenville history. Instead, they decided to trick it up and they did um, giving them all five. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, they, they did have some effort there, but I, I gave, uh, this one, he basically, he basically made up a story that aliens landed and created the city of Greenville. Mm -hmm. And so he used different locations around downtown Greenville to describe what the aliens did and how they. I like that. Tried to function in regular society and not be found out. And this was their, you know, they decided to do this. And we now know that, you know, so 
It was. It was very creative. So there was. I've, I've seen some that are very creative. Um, I think I mentioned to you the one. Um, we did one in Arkansas, and the place wasn't open, so it was a little tougher to circumnavigate to all yeah. the. Because normally you would go. In fact, one of them was inside the museum, but it was closed, and I had to, I had to negotiate almost literally bribe the the guy that I could stand near the front of this museum. He was a little he was a little freaked out about that, but I was explaining to him that I got to be close enough that I can get the information, and then we can figure out what to do. But he was like. You know, we're closed. I was like, I understand we're closed. And I tried to explain to him what, you know, anyway, he finally let me stand, you know, a couple feet closer than he was originally going to let me stand. And I got it done. But anyway, so I don't know. Have you found yours to be creative and fun that you've done so far? I know yours are fun to do, but. Yeah. So I've been having fun doing them. Um, now, when they go to the historical places, Christy loves them. Um, I like them that if they make up a little bit of story like that, you know, the aliens or whatever. Yeah. That gets me. I love those. Um, now I will admit, I like when they have a little looser boundaries because we went to one on, um, on the way and it was at a presidential museum that was closed. Oh yeah. We were able to kind of like walk around the outside of the building and guess right. first and we got it right. <laughs> um, you can see most, well, you can see everything from the outside, but everything was closed. So we're still able to navigate and do it. Right. Um, but uh, I haven't, so I haven't found a bunch that were overly creative. Sure. Now, I've heard of a bunch of them like that. And I found a few that were pretty neat the way they put them together. Right. I haven't seen a lot of, and we'll get into this in the, in the bigger show, right? But I haven't seen a lot that are using the multimedia features that are available. Right. I know they exist. I've heard about them, but I haven't come across them myself yet. <laughs> Sherry's mentioned that. The, ooh. Yes, she knows the one I'm talking about that I did. Yeah. Which had a really cool bonus. I don't know if you found yeah. any if you found any cool, like legit cool bonus caches. We found a cool bonus cache. Yeah, we found a few, yeah. Um most of them are pretty generic, aren't they? Um, it depends on how close to the rules they're following, but yeah. Like I broke the rules a little. I didn't really break the rules technically. Yeah. They are a little bit off further off the rules. I found a few, I'm not going to tell anybody, but I found a few that are similar. They kind of yep. stretch the rules. Um, and we'll talk about that in the show coming up. But uh, yep. I found some decent, I found some bonus lab caches and one of them recently, I, I'll, I'll bring it up for the show when we do the show. But yep. um, that was better than the labs. Jesse does the one you're doing. Like the bonus cache got a favorite point. The labs were just labs. So, <laughs> Um, have you noticed in the, in the app that you can now request adventure builder credits? I don't know if everybody's seen that or not. So hopefully we're giving you some good information, but you can now request adventure builder credits. So I don't know if now I've got one that we're working on for another one. Um, but I'm thinking about asking for a third. Because it's on there, why can't? Why not? I'm sure I would we encourage everybody to try to do one. You know, we encourage everybody, whether you're deep into them or not. Yeah, try every aspect of the game because you don't know. So I would encourage everybody to try to do at least, you know, to publish at least a set. But yep. I would definitely want to go find some. But 
I would try to publish a set if you have the opportunity because they may or may not stay around yes. in the current form, right? Well, they obviously won't stay in their current form because there's no permissions on it. You can post those jokers anywhere without asking anybody. Yep. You just hit publish and they're published. So obviously that won't last forever. Um, but I would encourage everybody that gets the opportunity to definitely publish at least one set. Yeah. Now Jeff's kind of done his, I wouldn't say backwards, but it, he did it. He, which is not bad. He, his bonus cash, he already placed it, but he's going to finish yeah. his, which is fine. You want to, you want to find a good play. You don't want to have your bonus cash sort of be an afterthought. No, you really don't want it to be an LPC. I mean, so here's oh, the question. Cherry got a received notification of. Oh, nice. Yeah. We got, we got another new one near us too. We're going to go get um, cool. in a town, maybe 20 miles South of us or whatever. But so here's the real question. Yes. Are these the next virtuals? I don't think so. Virtual slash AR slash where I go. Is this the new iteration of all those? Mm, I'm going to say no. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go out on a limb. Is that on a limb? Maybe. No, I'm going to say no. I think that they want to leave adventure labs. I don't think they call them labs anymore. Do they adventures? They're just adventures. I think they're going to leave it. Yeah. They're just adventures. I'm just going to, I think that although the, well, no, it's adventures, but then when you pull it up, it says Adventure Labs. I think they're going to leave it. I think they're going to leave. I think they're going to leave virtuals the same because I think that in a couple of years they're going to go back and give everybody a few extras like they did before. Um, no, that's a good question. So, yeah, I, I saw that earlier. Did you see that question? Can you have uh, Pizza Ninja? Could a bonus cash lead to a where I go? So, no. So, if you want the real answer, a bonus cash has to be, it is supposed to be, by the rules, it's supposed to be an unknown cash, to call it a bonus cash. Can you lead to a where I go? Yes. You just can't call it a bonus cash. You can lead to all kinds of caches, but that can't be the only way to find it. If it's a bonus cash, and the only way to find it is to find another cash, it has to be an unknown type. So, there that's the short version of that. Yep. Uh, trust me because I've talked to a lot of reviewers on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I have great reviewers, so I'm able to ask them all kinds of questions. So it works out. Um, yeah. you know, I, I think some version of the lab cache is going to be what stays around forever. I think where I goes are going to be one of those things that they're, there's no reason to redo where I go currently the way it is. No. Without coming with something totally different. Now, do I think they'll say you can't do them anymore? No, I think it'll just be one of those old grandfather types that you can still make if you know how to do it, but they're not going to push them, right? Sure, sure. Uh, same thing with uh, virtuals. I think they'll put out like they're doing now. Every once in a while, they'll do a new wave of them just to keep it active. Yeah. I'm perfectly okay with. Um, the only problem, and ARs, I think that's going to be an experimental thing. They might combine with labs later or something, but uh, the only thing the labs don't do Currently, in my opinion, the yeah. reason why we can't replace where it goes with them is because you can't do them offline. Right. So in the mountains, they're no good. Um, you have no signal. So, you know, well, hiking, you have signal, but like no. that. So hopefully they'll have, they'll keep all of them available. Yeah. No, no, I agree. I agree. I think that, um, I think AR. I don't really know. It's a good question for Brian. We'll have to have him back on. Uh, I think that AR, maybe they're unsure. 
So reviewers are allowing all types of bonus caches. And if your reviewer does that, don't tell on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's just against the rules, but just don't tell on them. Don't tell anybody, but you can't really do that. Because I have some that are non. I'm just going to say that the rules are the rules. So, um, <laughs> um, so, but AR is weird. I think that, I don't know. I really don't know what happened. I know that, I know that, um, Mr. Jesse Tuttle has worked with them on that. Um, oh, okay. Good question, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Oh, sorry. Push on one one. Can't have a current credit or an active adventure according to the little bit. Okay, good. So there you go. So, but if you don't have one, click so, on that and get, um, you, get you one. Now, ARs, and I know we're kind of getting off topic, but we're talking about all kinds of stuff today. And really what we're talking about is all different types of, and styles of caching today. Yeah. But, uh, for my opinion, adventure, the augmented reality ones, yeah, weren't as successful as some people thought they were. I, I don't think they were that great. Now, we can talk about that on a whole other show. I'm sure we could. And people might tear me up for this, but here's my opinion. I don't, I don't know if they'll ever, if it's worth the trouble for them because it could easily just fit, you know, making it a whole special thing. Like you can always do a puzzle that does almost anything, right? But the problem was using a third-party app. Yeah, is it worth HQ developing their own app for this or trusting another app when really it's just a subset of puzzles, right? Just yeah, like or anything else. I would rather them spend their time developing many other things than that. I Especially agree. I I didn't think they were terrible, but I wasn't super excited about them either. I mean, I enjoyed making the very first one in Texas, and you did the first one in Colorado. But I, I know that I know there was mixed. I know that it was very mixed. Um, people, there was AR. What was, oh, I'm sorry. Was um, what was the HP reveal? Yeah, I, the HP in the metaverse or whatever. It I used metaverse, and I, yeah. I mean, that was kind of the easiest. But I think that there's, I think that it was kind of. It had issues. I know there was mixed. It was mixed. I know yeah. that. I know that there. You know, like I said, just right there. Should just allow yours is another type of puzzle. Yeah, that's probably that's probably smart. One hundred percent. You know, I mean, I don't. Uh, I, don't I would rather. There's so yeah. many bigger projects that HQ could work on than the AR. Yeah, HP reveals gone. Yeah, we know. Yeah. Oh, the, there you go. Then it's. And that's the problem they run into, right? They don't want to send somebody to a third-party app that has now been traded off to some other company that could have some bad advertising that they don't want kids to see, you know? So I, I understand that. Yeah. I mean, Metaverse still there, but again, yeah, and a, a, Tom's right. ARs work different. Yeah. I know I had issues um, with uh, – I, I get people who who try to find uh, my AR, and they're like, I'm having problems and it'll be like, Oh, okay. Help me. What, what, what kind of problems you have? And it's like, it's cause they're either trying to do it through droid or iPhone or whatever. They're having some problems with it. So I, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm not one of those that says get rid of them. It's just not my favorite part of the, you know, some people probably love those and are crazy about them. It's not my style. You know, I'll do every part of the game, but that's not what gets me excited. The AR isn't really what gets me excited. So, um, and so we're, again, tonight we're talking about 
a lot about our different varying um, caching tendencies. I don't know how you'll put it. Styles change styles. Yeah. So you asked this question, and so we'll ask it of the chat room as well, and we'll discuss how has your geocaching changed in 2020 pandemic currently? Uh, that's for sure. It's really it really has changed. And I, I sent this poll out a, a week or two ago to um, yeah. the patients. Right. And uh, it was funny. It was really a mix. It was very situational. Some people had found more. Right. Some found the exact same number. Some people had found less. It was really all over the board. So it, it's hard to know. Like you, your automatic instinct would be most people have found less. But that's not uh, cool. Yeah. Well, are you how, – how is yours? I, I need to go look. I think I'm behind – Oh, I think I'm way less than normal. Are you less than last year's pace? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, um, look, I don't think I'm too far off my pace of last year. I don't think. Let me take a look. Good question. That's a good, that's a good question. Everybody take a look and see where you're at. I'm way behind as far as I know. Uh, yeah, so I've, I'm at like, I haven't logged last week's yet, but I'm at like uh, 675 for the year. And yeah. Last got 1973 so i am behind last year's pace um i'm finding 0.8 a day so i'm at i've I found 251 this year mm -hmm. normally i'm around i try to uh, um it obviously mine that's a whole other show but mine has really changed over years but uh the last couple of years i've been in the 300s as far as fines, and I'll probably be there again this year. But last year, um, my my sort of generic goal is to find 365 and 365 days, just to kind of I don't know average out one a day. Average one a day, but I don't. You can tell I don't really care about that a whole lot. But um, I think we're kind of in a, a change phase too, right? Like, so uh, me and you talked off air, but like I went home to family and we visited. Yeah, and I drove across a lot of states. I could have gotten a lot of caches in the past I might have, but instead yeah. um, we targeted certain caches. Yeah. I don't think in that 10 days driving across country, I think we haven't logged them all yet, but um, which is sad because I think it's less than 20 total that we found in all well, those. That wasn't your goal, uh, but that wasn't my goal. Right. So we picked out certain ones. We got two year, two thousands. We got a webcam. We got a new state. Um, we did some adventure labs while we were there and, but all those were like high value goals for us and really enjoyable, right? We picked out certain ones. We didn't just stop every five, you know, yeah. every five feet and get one. And, uh, you know, we kind of go back and forth where we pick out quality cash along the way. One of which was, you know, gorilla stash, which is a big monkey, you know, big gorilla that you get to yeah. take your picture next to has been out since for 20 years. O oldest, uh, in, oldest in Arkansas. Arkansas, yeah, and it was totally out of the way. We drove hours out of the way to get it on the way, right? However, we had a lot of fun because we were anticipating that one cache. Um, so we're sure. years past, we might have picked up, you know, several hundred on that trip. We only picked up about 20. And uh, boy, Harry's right. That quality versus quantity, right? Yeah. We go back and forth on all the time. So, but Harry's right. Missing events, man. I, I can't tell you how much I'm missing events. I'm doing a week one, but uh, I know, but that hurt. It hurts to have miss the the big yeah, one. It does the big ones and traveling for events. Yeah, you didn't even did you do a mega this year at all? Nope. 
I did. I, we got the uh, the ones down here. We got lucky. The Texas Challenge was like the was right at the right at the beginning of the the pandemic, and so we got to go to that mega experience, seeing everybody, give everybody, um, you know, and and um, we got our shirts. It was it was exciting for us. That it was this year for various reasons, but you know, we're in the Hall of Fame now. That was you know. Oh, you got the ammo can. For the Hall of Fame inductions. Oh. People don't need to discover that tonight. Uh, there's our Hall of Fame ammo can. Very Two nice. We're there. There we are. Should everybody's name on it. That's okay. That's just the founders, I guess, is the way to put it. Um, so that was fun to get that. Well, and a few people are on pace to beat last year's total, so that's good. That is cool. Well, a lot of people, I think Mike mentioned uh, that he was on pace for uh, early, and then, but the fact that we weren't, you know, we had we had all the plans in place for uh, Mingo Madness, and we've had to put that off. Yeah, not, I I won't go to Omega this year. So, no, no. So it's been it's been a it's been a rough year. I mean, and so as far as cashing goes, we our little group's gotten out a couple times, three times this year. We're I think we'll get one more in, and that'll basically be our normal our cashing group. We normally do about four trips for excursions a year and so i think we'll end up doing the same amount so um yeah oh. I have that, you know the trip the road trip i've got coming up it's it's not a numbers run but it's uh some for my challenges it's high value targets so yeah um, um that whole specific caches over just huge runs of caches and you know, it's not going to be one of those years where I'm going to have exciting, super duper numbers anyway. So I might as well target all the certain caches that I want, right? Yeah, um, I'll put one in the show notes that uh, there's there's several for next year, obviously. Yeah. And have any, have any megas published? Kind of all the megas that were <laughs> got put on hold um, are being published. There's some new ones. Um, I know of one that we found out about tonight. In case anybody wants to go check out. Um, the one it's going to be Memorial Day. I think that's it. GC nine one zero six zero. GC nine one zero six zero. I think that's right. Let me look that one up real quick. Uh, that is um, Moga for next year. In case anybody's interested in that. Nine one zero six zero. Make sure I get this correct. Yeah, Moga twenty twenty one event. Um, it's so, yeah, it's been published, so that's out there. Um, so that kind of that kind of leads to the next question. Owensboro, which that's just south of Cincinnati, so it's kind of a suburb. So go yeah. ahead. We hope megas are coming back soon, right? But we don't know anything right now. Um, in in the midst of all of this, what what kind of has you since we're not doing megas, and you know. 
it's no secret you and I both love going to to Megas and events to to chat with people and stuff like that. But oh yeah, we have in the absence of that, what has you excited about geocaching right now? What's the part that's kind of keeping you going? I put out um, I put out some some creative caches mm-hmm. lately. I've got another one that I'm putting out um, this week that I'm very excited about. Um, I worked with uh, Chad, who makes great gadget caches. This one's a creative cache, mm-hmm. but very excited to put put that new one out. So I guess that's, that's kind of what I, what's that. So publishing caches is kind of what you're. Publish, yeah, I'd say publishing caches right now, and we'll probably do one more Motley Caching Crew meetup. Um, but other than that, it's it's th- those two things, and and what's going on with the network. Uh, you know, you and I are are super busy with things that are going on, and we've got so many things coming out. Uh, yeah. Announcement wise, we've got more than just the two big ones, but we got two huge things plus a bunch of smaller things we haven't been able to, to talk about yet. Uh, but we're excited to talk about those. Um, you Dak saying about completing challenges, that's kind of yeah. cool. I mean, those are always a good distraction. Distraction is that a good way to put it? Good goal, those are good goals to have right now. Not distraction, shame on you. Distractions. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I don't think you've actually mentioned it directly, but you did get your three earth caches published. Yes. Which means you qualify because of the caches you found also for the platinum earth cache master, which is kind of cool. You know, yeah. anytime you get to get a new status or goal, as long as you've been in the game, it's pretty cool, right? Yeah. You get I to get a new thing. It's like a challenge or goal or anything else. It's It's neat when you can mark one of those things off your list. Yeah. But, um, and then, yeah, so kind of the, to piggyback, mine's kind of the same right now, right? We're not finding a lot of caches right now, but we're finding some old ones. Um, We're marking off some challenges. But I guess the other big thing is we, uh, we really thought all this pandemic crap would be over by now. Yeah. We did a huge hard push to make sure we had tons of content out there for anybody that didn't do it. And now that this is going out longer, we're just doing more and more content for bigger and bigger stuff. Yeah. We hope that all of our behind the scenes stuff to put out good stuff goes to waste because everything gets turned off and we go back to normal, but we don't think that's happening right now. So we're going to keep making these big projects and lots of ton fun stuff and hope that we can continue to provide some good stuff during what we wished was already over this crazy pandemic, right? Well, one of the big projects is on hold because of the pandemic. Right. The other project is sort of being pushed forward, pushed to the forefront because of the pandemic. pandemic. So it's sort of one of those weird deals where if the, if for some reason the pandemic sort of just all sort of, that would say ended overnight, but if it, if it sort of petered out and, and we were able to kind of get back to somewhat normal, one of the things would get moved forward and the other one would get moved pretty much out of the way. So, yeah. Um, so, okay. So that's kind of what's got us excited right now. Uh, challenges, goals. We talk about that publishing caches. Yep. Um, we really hope events get back in. Absolutely. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, we're pretty much on the same page with that one then, you know, yeah. but it's not surprising. Adventure uh, labs. Um, we're, we're both working. You said Christy's working on hers. Yeah. So I did the first one. And yep. uh, 
Well, I did it and my daughter helped me. So my 13 year old daughter helped me yeah. and videos in it and everything else. And me and her are both in the videos and it's an audio related podcast and right. the library and stuff. And it's, it was a lot of fun to do. Um, but uh, Christy didn't really get to help much on the first one because I kind of took the reins and I had an idea of what I wanted to do. So I ran with it. Yeah. Well, the second one, you know, she mentioned beforehand, like she goes, if, if we get one next time, I kind of want to do it. Yeah. So we didn't know at the time we were getting one. And then all of a sudden, like two days later, we got one. I was like, well, hey, guess what? <laughs> you get to do it. So she's she's been pulling up a lot of information. She has a lot of good ideas, which I'm not going to mention now, but um, she has a lot of good ideas for it. And I think she's going to blow me out of the water on, on her version <laughs> of the lab caches, but that's okay. Sounds familiar to what what we're doing. The same thing. I had an idea. Well, I wanted one at because the 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 big virtual that was at the toilet seat museum wasn't. They had to archive that. Yeah, so that was a bummer. They couldn't move the. They weren't allowed to move the. Well, they probably could, but the guy didn't want to move the virtual, and it had so many favorite points you can imagine. So I wanted to get one at the toilet seat museum, the new one, the new toilet seat museum. So I was like, that's kind of took that adventure lab. And then I told Susan, I said, let's, I want you to do one. And she has a great idea uh, for one. We're hoping to get it done this coming weekend. So again, same thing. Like you said, I, hers will be great. Um, yeah. I already know where we're going with it, but that's hers. And so I'm going to support her on, on doing that one. So that's going to be fun to, to, to do that. So, but yeah, we're, so we're similar. All right, so you want to switch over to this next one, and maybe you have more information than I do. This is one of those little bitty aspects that we've kind of mentioned before, but never really gotten into on the show. And we don't yeah. know it's a whole show, but caching karma. Caching karma. So this is kind of a it never really kind of fit into a full show. So, but we wanted to, we want to spend a little time talking about this because it's interesting. I know you have some some hot sports opinions about it. So <laughs> um so for those that are wondering what caching karma is, I'll give you a couple of definitions because there's a couple of different ones. So let me put, let me bring this up. This is from project GC. I think caching karma is defined as the number of fines people made of your caches divided by the number of fines you made of other people's caches. Yeah, that's correct. So we went and found ours. <laughs> and kind of the theory there is, I'm guessing you should be providing as much in or much. You should be kind of leveling it out. Like, like if you find a thousand caches, you should be providing that much fun for other people. I think that that's the idea that you're okay. providing. Right. Yeah. You're, the karma that you're providing is you're getting favorite points. Um, is that right? Yeah. Number the, of hides. All, people that have found your caches versus the number of caches you found. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. So, and there's a couple, a couple things on there. So I'll bring mine up first. So mine is 4.25. That's the number of hides versus the number of finds. So that means that 8,914 logs have been placed on my caches, right? Yep. And I have found 2,099 caches. And then the other part of your caching karma is favorite points. So I have 
I have earned um, on my, caches that I have placed 483 favorite points. Uh, for And so my score on that portion of it is uh, 0.23, which means that 483 favorite points uh, have come to come back to me and I have found 2099, which is weird because it should show how many favorite. Well, because you can only give out. Yeah. And so here's a caveat before we really talk about this. <laughs> um, Project, we don't know all the answers to this, but there are several questions I have. One, Project GC's numbers on this, Gary and I both checked, were not the exact same as we found on geocaching.com. Right. So there's got to be a discrepancy in there somewhere. Um, so like you found 2,099 caches. Yeah, that's correct. Is that your correct number of caches found? Yes. Okay. So then that must include labs also. It does include labs. So that's it, right? right? Because, it, yeah. So that means it also includes your hides of labs. Or does it? <laughs> I don't know. So, does it? Does it include? Well, no, it doesn't. Because how do, how do I know how many finds I've had on my labs? I have no idea. I don't. There's. Is there a way to find that? Um, I'm sure there is. That's something we'd have to look into, right? But you can manually look at it. But that doesn't really. So, well, let's let's go a little bit further too. So, like, first of all, we're not advocating this is the way to cash. However, no, we're just trying to. This is an interesting stat out there, and some people, I'm guessing, some people are big into this number. So your caching karma number, you find that on Geo uh, Project GC. Project GC, you go to your uh, go to your stats and then go to your hide. So yeah, the hides tab. Your hides tab. So um, it'll look similar to that page. Project GC forward slash statistics forward slash profile stats pound sign hides. Yeah. So there's, yeah. And so these are interesting numbers, right? And, and I get the idea. They're trying to say, like, you, the more quality caches you have out there, you should be earning more favorite points on it, which means that it kind of balances out and gives you a higher score. That's a general idea, right? A general idea. But let's look at yours because there's this is kind of out of whack, in my opinion. So let's look at yours and let you comment on your... Well, it's not even that anything's out of whack. It's just that there's some things that you have to take into account. Um, so, yeah, I've got like a 1.9. Gary beats me, by the way, on all these scores. But um, I've got 1.9 on my caching karma, which is the number of hides. No, no, no that's not true. Number, pe- number of number of logs on your hides. Logs on your hides. Yeah, number so of log hides. thousand logs on my hides. Yeah. And I found 9,658, or I've... Submitted yeah. 9,658 logs. So you basically are a two to one, which 1.9 is pretty good for that many. You found almost 10,000. You have almost, yeah, well, you do. You have 18,000 logs, find logs on your caches. That means you've yeah. done a lot of caching hides, basically. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, so in that instance, it looks like it would include events labs we think maybe that would include it in your logs i wonder if they're counting those too yeah and remember, and remember the log for labs right you don't have to leave a comment no but are you getting are you do you get are you getting credit for that because I, I know, know that 
I get credit if I find a lab cache because I'd see it. But do does the owner of that lab get credit for it? Yeah. The first number two to me is more is maybe somewhat more indicative of how you what you're giving back because you've given back so much that eight the people have logged your your uh, your your eighteen thousand people have gotten smileys from something I've yeah, yes. exactly and you've only. And you've only, well, not only, but you found 9,000 and you've getting back, you've given back tw- twice that amount. So that, that seems like a good score. I don't know. You're supposed to have like one or over, right? Yeah, I think so. See, mine's kind of weird. I've, I've got 2,000, well, almost 2,100 finds, but I've gotten 8,000 logs, but so it's wow. skewed a little bit. Yours I guess. Way higher. Um, way higher. And now the other one, the cash, the one, the favorite points one. Yeah. Um, so I've got 1,300 favorite points or whatever, but I've found 9,658 caches. The The thing that I think skews that is like uh, events and labs, right? So you don't get favorite points on events or labs. So you got to keep in mind, if you're heavy on one of those, that's going to skew that second number a little bit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's on Project GC. If you go to, you have to go to, here, I'll show you. We'll just do it real quick. Yeah, go to your profile and go to the hides tab. And we can show them where it is, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it real fast. Well, for the people that are watching the video. Yeah, for the video. So we'll here we'll show it to you. Um, let me drop the banner out of there, too. Okay. Um, so, prod, uh, so up here at the top, there's you know home profile statistics and tools. So you go to statistics. You go down to profile stats. So mm-hmm. general, go to profile, profile stats, click on that. And it brings up this page, profile stats. Now you can check anybody's. Yeah. You, want. you can put in anything here. Uh, I'll click on mine just for grins and get go profile. Then there's my profile and it's got tabs. So there's a finds tab, milestones, mm-hmm. FTF, and you go to hides, the fourth tab over. And then you go down a little ways and you'll see caching karma. So that's where that is. It's got a lot of other cool stuff that Jesse and I tend to deep dive on and spend <laughs> spend a lot of time. <laughs> we well, spend a lot of time looking at these stats. Right? Because they're very, very different. Like everybody's statistics are very different. And it's funny what people focus on. There may be a line there that people are very interested in. There's a it, you're right. There's a lot of fun with these. Um, um because especially in the hides, the hide tab, that is a little weird because you're not really supposed to hide things um, outside of your location. Oh, hold on. You can't but, make a statement. But we all have finds. We all have hides that are not near us. Um, and, and the reason why is because these two, the two for me are – perfectly fine which are an earth cache yep and an event <laughs> so and uh, labs. you can do labs probably too right yeah probably labs too yeah but you don't really want to put a traditional too no. far from home that you're not because you it's harder to keep track of unless somebody's unless helping you maybe, you're doing right? some kind of cash exchange no yeah, oh, cash exchange is another one yeah you're right so let's look at memphis's while we're 
here. In fact, one of mine, my most northerly cash hidden is part of a cash exchange. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So, but yeah, those are, I would say norm or semi, semi exceptions to the rule. So mm -hmm. yeah, you've got one in Canada, right? Yep. I have one in Canada. Even it's though it's been out for quite a while. Yeah, that's cool. And then your most southerly and your most westerly was coughing with coffee with the mafia. Mm -hmm. Was that out in South Carolina? That was maybe oh, no, Louisiana. Where was this? I don't know. Maybe Louisiana. Oh, but this is your most westerly cash. All Texas. Oh no! Then where was this cash? So I'm no, looking no, up. That's probably Hawaii. Oh yeah, Hawaii. Got to be oh, Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. And then Easterly is in New Jersey. Yeah. Cool. And it's also highest and lowest. Those are fun too. Now this is extremely different based on where you live, right? Yeah. I also kind of like this is kind of fun. Finders by county, by country. Mm -hmm. Sorry. You got a lot more, I think, than I do. But you have um But there's a really telling reason why that's true. Wow, look at that. Northern Colorado where I go trail. People, I mean, that's kind of cool. Um and why was that, pray tell? So, uh, which I learned a lot from, but I published a ca uh, multiple caches for Omega. Yes. <laughs> and woo, do you learn a lot about caching <laughs> and everything else when you do something like that? Woo, is that true? What, what year was that, 2016? I think so, yeah. Because uh, I was thinking, I, I went to one of these. Uh, that's This is this cache that you have here, a violent explosion. That is my highest elevated find out it June 28th of 2016. Yeah. So 2016 was 14 er geocache, uh, geocache, geo Woodstock 14 er. Yep. Uh, and I sent valid. So don't anybody give me a hard time. I did it. I did it correctly. I didn't cheat on that one. <laughs> didn't cheat on it. I didn't you know, cheat. It's interesting. So we're talking about caching karma. And now this may be something you get interested in, right? Like you may want to one issue favorite points. You may want to earn favorite points. Yeah. You want to put out more caches so that it kind of balances out. You may not care at all. You may, yep. you may go catching <laughs> karma is dumb. And I can't believe anybody is possibly interested in that. Um, and I don't know. Where are you at with it? Do you care about caching karma? Uh, I, I don't, I really care about the stat, but I, I kind of care a little bit. Um, I, I kind of care a little bit about it. I think that you should have good caching karma. What, what is good caching karma? I don't know, but I think you should have good caching karma because I have found too often people who, have taken from the game and I don't think have really given back. Does right. That make, that makes sense. There's a funny stat right there. And Tom, he's the number one finder of his own caches. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but you know what? That does throw it off, right? Like I've hidden, I think I've hosted 300 something events or something. Yeah. That throws your stats all off. Yeah. You know, there's no favorite points on those. And you know, it's, it's crazy. And you find your own. So that's kind of a weird one. I mean, to me, that's that's really good karma that you helped with 14er. I mean, that that meant a lot to Susan and I. Meant a lot to a lot of people. You and Christy helped so much, uh, and you know, that was it, a lot of fun. That was a really fun event. 
I thought cashing karma was going into work late to get a cash and step in a dog poop. <laughs> that kind of is that sort of reverse. Yeah, that is karma. karma. But um, so I don't personally care about the cashing karma stat. I've right. seen it before. I like a lot of stats. It's not something I've ever adjusted my cashing to, you know, to try to get or whatever. But I'm interested in it because it is a stat and some people are interested in it. Like I guarantee you there's somebody out there that knows their number without looking it up. Like they know their current number probably without looking it yeah. up. I've heard people we're mention, geocachers and we yeah. all do really different stuff and we get into all kinds of weird stats that we really like. Right. Tom was right. I got to hang out with Tom a, a little bit, not a lot, but 14 or 14. It was incredible, but um. There's something though to be said about it, and, and because I think too often, and I, sh- I don't want to go negative, but too often people they'll go to they'll go do things, but it's like when you ask them, say, "Hey, um, you live over in that little town. Could you, you know, could you hide some there or something?" And they're like, "Oh, I don't, I don't hide caches." Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. You're, you're, Create an event, you know, it's like, let's, let's, you know, I don't know. I, no, I, I, I agree with you in that respect, but I don't think there's a good stat to really, I know they got to make stats for everything, right? Because it's, that's how you track stuff. I don't think there's a really good stat to see how much somebody gives back to the game. Although I think you always should. Yeah. Right? Like if you have the ability, you should probably try to give back because the game gives obviously all of us a ton of fun, you know, Somebody mentioned it earlier too, but how thankful are you that we have this hobby during a pandemic? Right. You know, if your hobby was going to movies, <laughs> we're out of luck. You yeah, know? You're really, yeah, you're going to see one right now. We have a hobby that we can still do, even in the most lockdown times of the pandemic. Most of us had rules that we could get out at least once a day and uh, and do some of that stuff. Right. Right. But uh, but again. Yeah, I don't, I don't, the reason why I say I don't care about that cash and karma stat, and I know we're not going to beat it to death, right? But is because I don't think the stat is truly indicative of somebody's contribution to the game. Yeah. However, if you can give to the, you know, give back to the game, you absolutely should. Yeah. Scott's making the point about 3,000 finds and no hides. That's, or anything else, right? And that's the other thing. Maybe they, they don't have to hide stuff, but maybe they could, volunteer i mean i always i'm always so grateful when i see somebody's volunteering for uh you know it's so funny some fire films i you know that's treasure yeah <laughs> movie fan is tough right yeah yeah God, gotta be tough right now it's so good but it's got to be um yeah but thanks for treasure by the way thank you chris uh, for for doing treasure, it meant a lot to a lot of us. Um, but yeah, uh, you volunteer, and that's the thing. I'm always watching for people to see. I mean, everybody, I you know, most people I think that are in the chat room right now have probably done something. You know, I don't know everybody in there. Kind of preaching to the choir group right here, right? I mean, these, these are the active involved people for sure. Yeah, but still, it we can all encourage. Others, you know, if you do it right, you know, you can hopefully bring people into the fold in a sense to do, you know, as I mentioned, somebody, or maybe I didn't mention, I mentioned to you is that I had 
Um, I had a lot of people doing earth caches that came over from, from the Dallas Fort Worth area, Skippy Teddy and Casper fly. Some of our patrons, they came over and did, did caches. And that was kind of fun to see. It's always fun to see, a um, uh, uh, patrons like you've had that happen too, where you, mm-hmm. so, that's an interesting question right there. Badges or level up as a cash owner for contributing. I like that idea. So I wish there was a way to do that. Like we've mentioned before, like we wish there was an official mentor program or, you know, there's some things that you can do for adding to the game, like being a volunteer to mega. I, that should be a souvenir. If anything is. Yeah. In your profile. You know, there's a lot of things that, yeah. If you volunteered any event, thank you. Yes. Because you're helping people out. I get that not everybody can own a cash, right? Cause they can't maintain right. a lot of cash. Some people don't yeah, have, we don't want you to, that. yeah. We don't want people to, to create one and not maintain it. That's right. However, However, there's people, a lot of things you can do in the game to increase your non-official caching karma, so to speak. Yeah. And there's people who can maintain a cache and can do it right, who just don't do it, who should do it. Is that a way to good way to put it, I guess, maybe? Yeah. And like Lori said here, uh, it may not be their cup of tea to host or even volunteer. I, I That's agree. True. Yeah. There's always something you can do. It, I'd say one of the most valuable things, like I've mentioned it before, so I won't get into the story, but that had one dude here that helped me in the beginning, like, Hey, let me right. tell you some things. And that was invaluable to me. Anybody can talk to somebody else. They don't have to be an official, anything. They don't have to volunteer they have to be in public, but anybody can help somebody out. And it may be as simple as, you know, like we've talked before the show, a new cashier finds your cash and has no idea what they're doing. Yeah. So, so I had turn them all from the game or be that positive ambassador. That's going to help them out. And there's no statistic that's going to measure that other than you helping the game out. Yeah, and I'll find that when we as we start to kind of wrap up tonight. But I I had a message I'd like to point out to some to really good note that I got um, from somebody who. um, So I'll even bring it up so you can see it. I don't think they'll mind. I didn't. I should have asked them if I could do this, but I I don't think it'll be a problem. Um, They sent me a message about another. Another uh, person, Eagle Scout four twenty six says um, he saw uh, somebody out at one of my one of my Earth caches. Says he was struggling a lot, didn't know what to do with an Earth cache. So I tried to explain, help her understand what I had to do. I explained how an Earth cache is different than traditionals. I had how it's important to email the owner with the acquired information. I even talked with her briefly about the texture and the color of the stones. That was part of the Earth cache, so she would know what I was talking about. And yes, she sent in her information and it was great answers. Yes, I could tell it was her first because she sent me like 12 messages, which is fine. Um, but I was so glad that this person helped this other person. You know, that is caching. That is caching karma. That's it right there. Yeah, Perfect. it doesn't fit in that statistic, right? There's no way to measure that. But no. that is a positive interaction happen with the game. And, you know, you wonder how many people get into the game brand new and get like a not so nice message back like hey dummy that's not how it works and leave the game right it probably happens a lot which hopefully it doesn't but you know it probably happens more than we'd like to think and uh definitely again not measured in numbers but still that's that is cashing karma it is absolutely um yeah that's so that's important think about what you can do it may not be the traditional thing to do, but maybe it is, maybe it is just helping somebody. Maybe like you said, maybe it is mentoring. 
Um, you know, Scott's mentioned about writing a nice log. You know, log your DNFs. That's important because cash owners need to know if if you're struggling, and that's something that that's good. That's really good cash karma. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, to people, we've mentioned it too many times on the show to to recount, but I wish more people would just take that step, log their DNFs when they need to. Yeah, you know and, that is really helpful part of the game, and that may be your contribution is you're you're an accurate reporter because we know so many people don't, right? Yeah, exactly. Now, you know, tell your story and, and, and be honest because if you really think it's missing, you know, you could write it a proper way. You could say, I looked, I really have a good feeling that this cache is not here anymore, but I don't know for sure. But, and then other times you could write, well, I looked, but I can't tell you one way or the other whether the cash is missing or not, because I don't have a good feeling. You know, there's time we've both been there where it's like, okay, you know, you know, I can't, I can't be a hundred percent sure, but you know, I see a, you know, I, you know, I see a zip tie and there's nothing to it, you oh, know, God. tied to it. Then you're like, okay, it's probably gone. I can't say a hundred percent, but, I think I found the remnants of a cache. But isn't that when you're supposed to throw down when you don't find it? No, that's bad karma. <laughs> that's bad karma. Okay, okay. Bad karma. Don't do that. Yeah, DNFs are for when you don't have any containers to throw down. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Now, I do check to see who the owner is, and I'll contact them. Yeah. And I'll tell them, hey, uh, was, your ta- was your cache attached to – take a picture – was it attached to that zip tie? And they go, yes. Was it? Tell me what kind it was and I can fix your cash for you, which you're no. not supposed to do. That's, my new, that's going to be my new t-shirt for when I get to go to Megas again. <laughs> DNF means I'm out of throwdown containers. I'm out of throwdowns, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, if I don't know the cash owner, I can't help them. So, yeah. But, but I'll, write a, I'll write something or I'll send them a picture and go, here's what I found. I don't know if it's any good or not. And then if there's no... Um, but there's times when I'm like, I can't find anything. And so I can't even help you. I can't try to help the owner. So I think people don't realize, I know we all do. And I know our, 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 uh, uh, chat room does. And most of our listeners, I think know this, and that is your log that you're putting on there is for the cash owner a little bit for the next cashers to come by. But when, how much percentage do you think is that log is for the owner. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing to cut to the chase of all of this. And there's a good example here. There's Jeremy's got someone told me not to DNF his cash and just sign and drop. That's perfectly legal. Of course. Sure. Well, um, and there's other people that have, you know what somebody else said, they, uh, they saw one that was broken and they'll, they'll replace an easy one and said, delete if necessary, enjoy the free container. That's perfectly <laughs> okay. You know, Here's the thing. There's so many different ways to play this game. Play it and have fun. As long as you're not turning anybody else's stuff up, who cares? Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, the problem comes in and bad karma comes in when people start attacking each other for how they play the game. Well, that's bad it's a karma. game where we're looking for trash most of the time. Let's be honest about it. We're looking for trash in the woods. It's a fun yeah. game. It's not worth getting on each other about. Oh, no. People do that. Too much. But we're encouraging people to not do that. Hey, guess what? Have fun. If somebody else plays a way you don't like, unless it's tearing up your stuff, 
you didn't lose any money from that. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, I haven't found where they give us money for this game yet. So <laughs> if, you, if you're missing something, please let me know. Uh, if Daniel Flieger is hiring, there's how you make money making geocaches. Yeah, I haven't seen that on LinkedIn or what is it? Indeed.com or whatever. Yeah. You, you haven't seen that yet. Professional geocacher has not emailed me yet. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, okay. All right. We, uh, you want to wrap up and, uh, hit the, yeah. And yeah, we kind of, yeah. we've been wanting to talk about cash and karma for a long time because, yeah. it's but it's also like an idea, right? you should be contributing back to the game. Like we say all the time and you can get caught up in statistics all you want, but just have fun. That's the big thing, you know, have fun with it. Add to the game if you can in the way that you can, but don't feel pressured to do any part that you can't do. Right. I like it. I think that's perfect. We'll end with that. So thanks everybody. Um, smash the like button. If you would for us, please. And uh, everybody here is already subscribed, but if not subscribe, because I don't even know how many shows we have coming out per week now, but you don't want to miss any we're, like 15 shows a week. I think coming out now. So. I know we, yeah, we're, we're, we're blowing up. Who knows? We may end up with more than we'd ever, we could ever, we ever think of. So, um, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, stay tuned. We'll hopefully be able to share some info, mm-hmm. uh, soon, not next week, but, but soon and not, too far in the future, maybe, possibly. Hold on, I was wrong. This is a game where you can earn money. <laughs> I earned cash yesterday, so that changes my opinion. Dang it. <laughs> in Texas, so Adams. Well, he may not have found in Texas, but possibly. So, and down in Texas, you make money down here. So, come on down, move to Texas, and you can you can win you can win fabulous prizes geocaching. Okay, maybe not. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Folks, we hope you've enjoyed the show tonight, as well as our new format. Please email us your comments at geocachetalk at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. The show can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Radio Public, or Spotify, as well as at the Geocache Talk website. Don't forget to click that subscribe button below and ring that bell notification so that you can see and hear the show on a weekly basis. And tell your friends about the show. Get them involved with us in the chat room. And until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go geocaching. Good night, everybody. Good night.